This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Chris Hello and Mr. Snarky coming back for another hour <laughs> Of Gwen and Chris, yes, I don't think, despite my wishes, you have uh, become any less snarky. I've been trying over time. You still got a ways to go. The puppy is really trying to make me be a positive person. Yeah, these I days. think it's, uh, it's softening you. It is. The it puppy is. Uh, is softening you a yes, little bit. Yes, I so call that's... him my. I, I call him my my distinguished young gentleman. It's good to see. Uh, Lucky it's the dog uh, doing a nice job over there. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to the program. We're going to play a little Chris versus the fans here shortly. Uh, we did not play yesterday because it was right after the announcement of MVP, and we were in a deep depression at the time mm. when Manny Machado was beaten out for the MVP by Paul Goldschmidt. Scraby has done a little digging, and he will share with all of us in about 15 minutes who voted for whom yeah. in the MVP balloting. It's like, interesting, actually. He'll be able to tell us which seven national writers actually voted Manny for MVP. And some of the crazy ballots that were out there, including one that had Freddie Freeman finishing second yes. in the balloting. You should get your vote taken away. If if your guy that you say wins or finishes second and the rest of the ballots say that he finishes past like fourth, you should get your vote taken away. Wow. Scraby just takes it away. Yeah. All right. I'll, t- I'll, I'll vote. That sounds like a, I snarky, voted Manny. Sounds like a snarky move <laughs> to me. By uh, the way, real quick, okay. the Minnesota Twins non-tendered Chris Paddock and Emilio Pagan. So that whole trade with the Minnesota Twins is kaput completely because Taylor Rogers isn't with the team. Yeah. Brett Rooker's not with the team. Chris but Taylor Paddock, Rogers helped bring Josh Hader. That is true. So, oh, you're right. So that does make that's Doesn't make, make that it, whole trade kaput, yeah. but it's kaput from the Twins side. Speaking of guys that were non-tendered, former MVP, 27-year-old outfielder Cody Bellinger, non-tendered by the Los Angeles Dodgers. A move that was uh, mostly expected. Uh, Bellinger was going to make $18 million next year. Instead, now he's a free agent. So uh, he was the MVP in 2019. He had 47 home runs. I was just seeing that on the screen here, MLB Network. And 115 RBIs, 15 stolen bases. He was incredible. Since then, he's hit about 200 and probably hasn't even hit a total of 47 home runs. Incredible. His batting average was down to 165 last year. Cody Bellinger, how the mighty have fallen. Uh, another guy that was non-tendered, according to Matt Scraby. Yes. Former Padre first baseman Luke Voigt. He has been. So he's out there, available. Yeah, he's ready. Padres could take another run at Luke. I miss Luke. <laughs> you do? 
I did. I like Luke Voigt. No, I did too. We were we had him I on. I liked the little tuft of chest hair. <laughs> I did like the chest hair thing, but we had him on the Friday right before, before they got, he got yeah, traded. Right before he got traded, and, yeah. it, and he he was great. He was. It great seemed to hit him. It had to hit him out of left field. Oh, I mean, there man. was no way they wanted to trade him, and uh, basically. Uh, Everybody's greatest friend, uh, Eric Hosmer. <laughs> I was waiting to see where you're going. Kind of forced it to happen. So. He did, and he's well within his right. But now Luke Voigt could come back to the Padres. Well, he could go just about anywhere. So we'll see what happens there on the free agency market. We'll see you now what happens in Chris versus the fans, where the winner today will qualify for a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino, plus a VIP pot at the Westgate Superbook. It's the world's largest Race and sports book. Scraby has actually gone around the world and measured each and every sports book. Went to everyone, yeah. Uh, also included here is a $250 food and beverage credit. So away we go. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself. Howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know Jen for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right. The rules. You have Give to make it rules. through. Three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. And here we go. Let's get started with our got no other, first no other, contestant. No other little funny uh, things to say. You're just going to get right into the game today. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have anything good to say today. So you said you were on a hot streak earlier. I guess that hot streak has it, run out. It ended. Okay. <laughs> it ended. All right, let's get to Jim in Lakeside, our first contestant. What's up, Jim? Uh, not much. How you doing, fellas? Good. Very good, Jim. How, you've played before, Jim. Is that correct? Yes, sir. All right. Then you know how to play? Here we go. Question number one. Yes, sir. What quarterback made it to the Super Bowl last season in his second year in the NFL? Uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is correct. Good call. Question number two. Hmm. Joe Girardi was at the helm of the New York Yankees in 2010. Who was the Yankee manager just before Girardi? Oh. Do you have a guess? I have no idea, and I know Chris is going to know that. The top yeah, of unfortunately. Head. Top of my head, huh? I, I think, think he knows, yeah. Who the manager was what? Right before Joe Girardi took over the Yankees. Joe Girardi took over the Yankees. Yes. It's Joe Girardi. Okay. Just give us the answer. I'll give you the answer. Joe Torrey. Joe Torrey is correct. Sorry about that. Thank you, Jim, for playing. James. Thanks for playing. James. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to our next contestant, Daryl in Mira Mesa. Daryl, you are on. How are you? How's it going? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Question, or you've played before, Daryl, right? Yes, sir. Multiple time player. Yes, that's what I, multiple time player. Here we go. <laughs> Question number one. All right. Finish this nickname for Babe Ruth. The Sultan of. Oh man, no idea. Doesn't know that one. Is it, Chris? Do you think this is a question number one? Uh, maybe one and a half. 
Should I give him another one? No. Okay. Sorry. It's just I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Daryl. I'm not trying to yeah. be mean to Daryl, but uh, he was a salt in a swat. Salt in a swat. Yeah, sorry, that's, that's a tough one for the younger crowd. Uh, Most know him as the Bambino. Yeah. But he was also the Sultan of Swat. Yeah. It's a fair question. Like I said, it's like a one and a half. All right. I'll keep that in mind next time. Sorry about that, Daryl. It's all right. Take another shot next week. You get a. That's a good thing about this game. You can come on again. Yes. You know, this isn't a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yes. Let's go to James next. Hi, James. James, are you there? Yep. Hey, there you go. All All right. right. Are you calling? I got them from, all right so far. Are you calling? James is calling from the top of an electrical outlet, somewhere. or Antarctica, or a lightning storm. Can you? Okay, you can hear James. us. Can okay, you hear us? Right? right? Yes, I can hear you. I'm just a bit sick. Oh, okay. Oh, well, <laughs> sounds like your phone line is as well. Yes, but that's okay. yes, but that's okay. Yeah, James, we're ready to go. Question number one. All right. What former NFL great was known by the nickname Refrigerator? Oh, William Perry. William Perry is correct. Nice Otherwise job. known as uh, Bill Perry. He's never been known. Never as been Bill known Perry. as Bill Perry. <laughs> never. Isn't that All right. Funny? Thank you, James. Good job. Question number I two. I once interviewed the Refrigerator. No one. Oh, oh no, I, I once said interviewed no him on my uh, college uh, sports uh, show. And how was he? He was great. He was coming to me from a fishing boat somewhere. Oh, nice. And I thought that was apropos because what else would the what, what else would the refrigerator be doing other than getting more food? How, how did he do that? I mean, I'm not making an age joke. I don't think cell phones were around when he that must happened. have had one at the time. Wow. I, okay. I don't know how long ago it was, but yeah, that's a good question, actually. All right, James. Here we go. Question number two. Dennis Eckersley was the last pitcher in the century to win the Cy Young and MVP award in the same season in 1992. Which team did Dennis Eckersley play for at the time? 92, he was playing for the A's, I believe, The A's. Hey, James is doing all right. I feel like James has a good sports knowledge. He does. All right, James, question number three. What was that? Oh, right, don't, don't, don't get cocky on us, James. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. Third question, James. You get this right, you get the prize. Chris gets it wrong, you get the prize. Here we right. go. All right. Let's see. Inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1993, what legendary baseball player was the first batter in baseball history to strike out 2,500 times in their career? Inducted in 93. 93. What legendary player was the first batter in history of baseball to strike out 2,500 times in their career? Uh, no idea. Uh, 93. Just throw out a name and see if Chris knows. Going to need. Unfortunately, I had to uh, hit the buzzer. Barry Bonds. Barry, Barry Bonds. Bonds. Incorrect. I think he was still playing. Uh, 2,500 times. Uh, I think it was Reggie Jackson. He was the first guy to really strike out a million times. So I don't know if he was a 93 Hall of Fame, but it sounds about right. And Sorry, is. James. Uh, Sorry yeah, about that, job. James. James, call back right, next man. week. You were a good player. Good thank playing, you for playing, James. Good playing, for sure. Yeah, I, I, for sure. I, I had no idea that Reggie Yeah, Jackson... Reggie uh, whiffed quite often. He whiffed quite often. I don't know often. that he holds the record anymore, though. 
Because he held it for a while, I, I think. But being the first, he is He was the, the first yeah. to get that many. But, I mean, you know, there's so many guys now that uh, strike out all the time. Could all right. Be, uh, could be anybody. All right, let's go I'll try to, to look it up while you're... The next player on the line is Dan in El Cajon. Dan, are you ready? Hey, what's happening, guys? Not Hi, too Dan. much. Hey, Dan, I like your energy. Dan's ready. Thanks for playing, Dan. Here I'm we go. I'm full of it. Que- <laughs> question number one. Maybe is two. All right. From 1998 through 2000, which team won three consecutive World Series? 98 to that would be the uh, Yankees. Yankees is correct. By the way, quick update Reggie Jackson is still the all time leading strikeout really? man. Really? 2,597. Jim Tomei is second. Uh, Joey Gallo's almost there. Joey right? Gallo's closing the gap quickly. <laughs> that yes. was an unnecessary shot at Joey Gallo. All right, Dan, question number two. What NFL athlete was known as Sweetness? Got a mention on Walter the program Payton. earlier. Walter Payton is correct. Yeah, he did get a second mention. mention today. Yes. Yes, Time. yes. Very All good. right. We're now to question number three. Dan, you get this right. You win the prize, the qualification to Vegas. Chris gets it wrong. You win the qualification to Vegas. Yeah. What active NFL running back holds the record for most rushing touchdowns in their rookie season? Again, what active NFL running back holds the record for most rushing touchdowns in their rookie season? Okay, uh, first of all, go Aztecs. And go Aztecs. second of all, I will say, uh, man. Five, um, four, oh, uh, three. Guys, Dallas Cowboy, uh, what's his name? Um, ugly guy, ugly guy, what's his name? Uh, I'm going to give it to you because you know man. exactly who you're talking yep. about. Hey, Chris? Yes. What's he talking about? Uh, I'm talking about, not, I'm talking about. He already named the team. He named the player. We do need to move on. He's talking about Ezekiel Elliott. He and is? I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. Right. He knew exactly who he was. I take back what I said about Ezekiel. <laughs> he take back right. that he was yeah, an ugly. Yeah, he just said he was guy. ugly, man. That wasn't very nice. <laughs> he, he he may not be. Not ugly, only did but... he say he was ugly, but you knew who he meant. Well, he said Dallas Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott is a very scary looking guy. Sometimes okay. I would not want him running at yeah. me. It I'm going to let you good. go ahead and uh, stick with that opinion. All but, right, uh, Dan. Congratulations, you win uh, Chris versus the fans today. A bit of a. Uh, Bit of a tumultuous finish to the. Do you not uh, like what I did there? It's okay. I, I I wouldn't like it if I was waiting on hold and I was next. Like me personally, it doesn't matter to me. I'm not in the running for one of these prizes. But if I was up next, I would think that the guy should get the answer right. All right, I'm sorry, everybody. But okay, today Dan is the winner. He so. did name the team. He I know he did. But that's not. He knew who he, he said was. he was ugly. And I immediately jumped on it and said, "He How knows did you who know he's it wasn't about. Tony Dorsett." Maybe he felt Tony Dorsett wasn't a handsome man. Because it was an active player. I didn't hear that. Well, I said it twice. All right. Dan, stay there. On we go uh, to take a break and check some traffic. And uh, Scraby will take care of uh, his friend Dan, <laughs> who he just handed a possible trip to Las Vegas to. And when we come back, Scraby will explain to us who voted where in the NL MVP balloting. So stick around for more Gwen and Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Don't be surprised if uh, sometime next month you see uh, Dan, the winner of Chris vs. the Fans today, hanging out in Las Vegas with his best friend, Scraby. Do not start that rumor. handed him the... Uh, title today do not start that rumor i'm just kidding out there dan was very nice he's like if you didn't want me to win and we were like no i'm chris is just kidding that's just my personality dan well done by you ezekiel elliott is kind of not handsome sometimes (laughs) feel bad for the guy i mean that's what he guessed he basically said it's that dallas cowboy guy is kind of ugly and scraby said good enough so away we go at 422 (laughs) Huh? You're right. I did. I yeah, can't lie. Uh, I will be uh, off at 5 o'clock tonight. Scraby will take you through the final hour of the program. I have a uh, Aztec women's basketball game to broadcast this evening. Scraby, I appreciate you uh, filling in there. Oh, yes. You're, you're welcome. Impossible to think of uh, women's basketball without thinking of Brittany Griner. Oh, yeah. And uh, the story is just you know, every time you read a story about Brittany Griner, you feel like she's further away from ever getting home. That's a good way of now, putting it. They've now moved her, right, outside of uh, Moscow. Yeah. And uh, she's out at some camp somewhere. I don't know exactly what they have there. It, it's uh, I've read about it. It's it's not a good place. It, it's probably one of the worst places in the world. Yeah. I mean, it's awful. Uh, and um, apparently uh, the Russian deputy foreign minister was quoted by a uh, media source in Russia earlier today saying there was new activity in the talks that could see the convicted arms dealer Viktor Bout uh, return to Russia and evidently that would be an exchange for Brittany Griner being able to come home. Unfortunately, a State Department spokesperson here in the U.S. fired back that Russia has not seriously engaged in any negotiations, no matter what this particular deputy foreign minister said. So a statement from the U.S. said, uh, we're not going to comment on any specifics of any proposals, blah, 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 blah. But the Russian Federation has consistently failed to negotiate not in good faith. 
I can't even imagine being her family. I mean, being her, I'm not. I, I will never be able to imagine. But being her family, just knowing the that entire, your loved one the is over there. The entire women's college basketball community, pro and college, thinks about Brittany Griner all the time. When we were at, uh, we played at Stanford a couple of weeks ago. She went to Baylor. Okay. But when we played you at Stanford, yeah. When we played at Stanford a couple of weeks ago, they had a moment of silence to just think about her. Wow. And, you know, it, this story, I, 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 we're not, neither of us are politically inclined enough to comment 100% on this other than to say, please make something happen here. I mean, I, that beyond that, I, I don't know what else to say. Seems like the United States needs to give in some way, shape, or form here. They're not willing to uh, send this convicted arms dealer back. But can't somebody figure something out? I mean, that's that's my that's the uh, yeah. that's the extent of my political, you know, know how. But she's been relocated over two hundred miles out of Moscow. She's been uh, trapped there for since February, right? Mm. I mean, it's just I can't even imagine. Ugh. I can't even imagine. So uh, it's you know I bring it up just to the point where we need to all think about it and make sure that you know our country doesn't forget about this. Is it this weird is to really say important that we get her back? Is it weird to say that I I truly do think about it like like not every day but at least no. you know three times a week I think about it. Not weird at all because it's 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 scary because this could happen to any of us. It could have and it could have. I think it's it's just bad. I don't know how she's holding out. I really don't. All right, Ugh. I don't know exactly how Manny Machado didn't win the MVP award yesterday other than to be able to tell you that Goldschmidt got 22 first-place votes. Manny got seven. Uh, Arenado got one. But Scraby's got the breakdown. Yes, I do. And I, I'm assuming you're giving us this breakdown so you and I and everyone else will know who to get mad at. Uh, basically, yeah. I was yeah. actually sent to sent this on Twitter by Rob last night, and I said, thank you, Rob, because we will be talking about this. Okay. First, uh uh, writer that I'm going to name voted for Manny Machado is from the Miami Marlins chapter of the BBWAA, wow. and it's Daniel Alvarez from L Extra Base. Good job, and Daniel. First with Machado. Okay. And well, seriously, do you have the list of who voted for Manny here? Yes, Jordan okay. McPherson, Miami Herald voted for Manny. So both Miami votes went to Manny Machado. Correct. He is from Miami. Yes, I think oh, it's important yeah. that we mention that. Hey, oh, didn't yeah. even think about I wonder that. If that had something to do with their. Now vote. here's an interesting it one. It shouldn't, by the way. It, it should not at all. Yeah, have at anything all. to do with their vote, but no. interesting that both Miami-based writers voted for him. That is interesting. Here's yeah. another interesting one. MLB.com's Philadelphia Phillies reporter Todd Zalecki. Uh, voted Manny Machado number one. Okay. Kevin Gorman of the Pittsburgh Tribune Review had Manny Machado. Okay. Dennis Lynn of the Athletic had Manny Machado. Hello, Dennis. Yeah. Kevin AC had Manny Machado as well. Okay. Uh, Alex Pavlovich, we've had him on the show. NBC Sports Bay Area voted for Manny Machado. That sounds like seven. That is it. All right. So both San Diego writers or selectors. Yes. Kevin AC, Dennis Lynn went for Manny Machado. And uh, both Miami writers, where yeah. Machado is from, went for Machado. But honestly, those four votes are you know should not have only voted for him based on their geography. Yeah, you should vote right. for him because you think he should win. And I do find it interesting that both Miami votes found him to be the winner. Um, San Diego guys saw him play every day. I totally get that. Yeah, Dennis Lynn and Kevin Acey. Um Now, were there any ballots you have there? There, Manny was. 
well down the list because um, he didn't get a lot of second place votes or he, as many. No, he got he got. I think he got like uh, I think he got a lot of second place votes. Cause I'm seeing his name quite a bit on the second place. Okay, the lowest I'm seeing in a quick glance would be uh, fourth. Okay, actually, I found a fifth. He got a fifth. Who From voted Rick him fifth? Hummel, St. Louis Post Dispatch. Oh well, there's a shock, right? He went the Goldschmidt, St- Alonzo, Arenado, Trey Turner. Okay. Machado. All right. So the St. Louis guy, instead, of, he voted for Goldschmidt. He did not vote for Arenado second. But instead of doing that, he just pushed Manny way down his back. Yeah, I don't understand that. See, that just shouldn't happen. No. I mean, if Rick Hummel, I mean, I'm sorry, but there's no way you can honestly think Machado was only fifth unless you're, it's a favoritism type of type of ranking. Here's, a, here's one that I, I love. Tracy mm-hmm. Ringlesby. We've had him on the show before. Yeah. InsideTheSeams.com. Nolan Arenado, eighth. Eighth. Where he belonged. <laughs> he a former Rocky. Yeah, that's right. Former Rocky and a Rocky beat writer. So there you go. Uh, Alcantara got some votes. Uh, not any first place votes or anything, but no. he got he got some. But Manny Machado, uh, whoever I said, what was it? Um, Rick Hummel. Rick Hummel was the lowest one okay. in fifth. All right. So 22. Who was the one vote for Arenado? Do you have that? I'm curious to they see who one, voted for him. Uh, he had one first place vote, according to what I I don't recall. See it. Yeah, it was 22 for Goldschmidt, seven for Manny, and one for Arenado. Oh, there it is. Uh, Mike Persack, Pittsburgh Post Gazette. Yeah, well, they don't know much about baseball in Pittsburgh. <laughs> they really don't. Actually. All right. Hey, look, I'm not here to take shots at Arenado. I mean, Manny finished ahead of him, rightfully so, in the MVP balloting, and it's not Arenado's. He won the gold glove and the silver slugger. He just happens to be the subject of my ire because, you know, I don't think he should have won those awards. I think Manny should have. I I agree. Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic voted for Paul Goldschmidt and then Manny Machado. Well, that's how the actual ballot turned out, isn't it? It is. I will it tell is. you, one time when I was uh, writing for the LA Times and I was covering the soccers, okay, the uh, when they much when they were far more in the public eye here in San Diego than they are now, and they were winning all kinds of championships. They once went to the finals against Cleveland, and USA Today came up and asked me who my pick was. Okay, because <laughs> USA Today used to list everybody's picks. All right. Well, I didn't want to be a homer. And I thought Cleveland had a chance, so I said, I'll take Cleveland to win in seven games. One of the dumbest things I ever did. Because <laughs> it appeared in the USA Today. Yes. And every soccer player saw it. Yeah. And was ticked off at me that, that I would pick, pick against the other team. Them. <laughs> How did it end? Oh, they won in four. The soccer swept. The soccer did. So yeah. it doubly bad. I was completely off. They that swept is the hilarious. Series. That is actually and really funny. I realized after that that no matter who I actually think might win something, go with the home team. Just go with the home thing. You're a lot better off. So the players saw this in the paper. It was in the did USA approach, Today. You couldn't miss it. You? Well, every hotel has a USA Today. You on couldn't your, miss it anywhere. Porch. You know, Chris Ello, Los Angeles Times picks Cleveland in seven. <laughs> That's so <Little> funny. Dummy. <laughs> That's what I get for that. Uh, at least you. At least you were honest. Well, I am. I'm less honest now. Because now if somebody this. on a national scale asks me for my prediction, I'm going to just say, Manny Machado, are you kidding me? There's no question about it. Run away, vote. Don't I don't wanna... know why this is so funny to me. It is, me. right?
But, I mean, that's what I'm saying. We just talked about the writers in San Diego. They both picked Manny. The writers in Miami both picked Manny, his hometown. Yeah, that's true. The writer in St. Louis picked him lowest. I mean, this isn't all just happenstance, right? It just goes to show you that there's more that goes into this voting. There is a lot more. I than mean, who you honestly think is going to win. Human emotion takes... There's no way to avoid it. A human, human emotion, emotion creeps, exists. It creeps in even when it you're exists. trying to keep it out. It exists. Absolutely. You're nice to a referee before a high school basketball game. Referee might think twice before teeing you up. You're a jerk is that to right? a referee. Yes, I think so. Uh, if you're a jerk to a referee before the game... And then a, a situation arises, might say, hey, I can't wait to get that guy. Oh, yeah, I can see that. I can see the up. anger brewing. I mean, but that's human emotion. It's not supposed to come into play. You're only supposed to give a T if a guy warrants a T. But it's human emotion. You can't help it. I know a lot of players before the game will come up, hey, ref, how are you? I take note of that. I'm not going to say I, I cheat in that player's favor. But I can't say that it doesn't sometimes come into play a little bit when you're watching the game and you say, hey, that was a nice kid. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, it's human emotion. There's yeah. no way to avoid it. Yeah. These guys may have, uh, you know, seen Manny grow up. or I don't, I don't know how long those writers have been around for, but right. obviously there's some sort of well, possible tie not, to it. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to cast upon them that they only voted for oh, Manny because no. he's from Miami, but it seems a little bit of a coincidence it does it's a little bit of a coinky dink all right coming up the big five more gwen and chris coming up as well yeah don't forget if you miss any part of the program you can always uh download podcast listen uh, whenever you'd like 97.3thefansd.com or the odyssey app a-u-d-a-c-y odyssey Hi, Scraby. You're just not going to comment at all? I don't know. I didn't know what you were doing. If you wanted to have some more spelling bees over there. Mark Ziegler provided a very intriguing interview today, as he always does if you missed it. Want to find out about the World Cup, the latest on the Aztec basketball team? Download the interview. Listen at your leisure. Yes. Scraby will have the interview of the week coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Still haven't decided what it is yet. Well, everybody will have to stay tuned. As you will now. Yes. For a check of traffic and then today's Big Five. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela. The mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 
It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. And the Big Five is brought to you by Penske, Lincoln, and La Mesa. Good looks, elegance, sophistication. sophistication. That's what it's like to drive a Lincoln. And yeah. Penske, Lincoln, and La Mesa makes it uncomplicated Are we and any easy. closer? Penske, Lincoln, 8850 Grossmont Boulevard. Are we any closer to the Penske people delivering that uh, Lincoln Continental <laughs> for you to cruise around in? I... No, we're not. No. Uh, I would not be a good Lincoln Continental Oh, I think it'd be hilarious. So the dog uh, sticking its head out the back window? By the way. a lovely thing. Lucky would like that. uh, Yes, Lucky would like that. Um, He almost... I saw a tweet the other day that scared me because he kind of hangs out the window a little too much, and I got very scared that he was going to jump out the window. But someone tweeted the other day that their dog did... Ooh, boy. Jump out the window. So now you're scared to death. Oh, the, the windows aren't going down ever again. So. <laughs> Not even a crack. Not even a crack. Yeah. And He's never no getting out there again. Number five. Well, Manchester United was ripped in an interview recently, Chris, by one of its own players. The club is reportedly looking to terminate Cristiano Ronaldo's contract in the wake of Ronaldo's statements about the team and its management in a pre-World Cup interview. 37-year-old Ronaldo made disparaging remarks about Man U and manager Eric Ten Hag, Ten Hag, sorry if I pronounced Don't that know. wrong, saying that the United had made zero progress over the last decade and that he didn't respect the manager. United said in a statement on Friday that it has, quote-unquote, initiated appropriate steps in response to the interview, and they are even asking their lawyers to see if Ronaldo has breached his contract. Oh boy. For saying this, Ronaldo's contract is set to expire in June. If it's not terminated by the team before then, he makes a ton of money. That's why they probably sure want to does. terminate it. Sure. Chris, is being critical of your team a fireable offense in your eyes? No, it's not in my eyes, but apparently in uh, the Premier League it is. I mean, you know, freedom of speech, you're allowed to say almost everything. You can't yell fire in a crowded room. So there uh, yeah. are limits. Yeah. yeah, definitely. There are limits. Um, but I, I don't find that to be a limit. I mean, here's the thing. You said Ronaldo, 37 years of age. But he was one of the leading scorers over the past couple like seasons. Well, my point, this guy's done it all, and he's still doing quite a bit. You know, I mean, he's not – doesn't sound like he's at the end of his road yet, at least no. as a goal scorer. Oh, now, no. As a, as a player on the pitch and running around, I, you know, I'm not uh, – I don't have the – I don't have the coach's clicker out to uh, watch his every move. <laughs> the coach's clicker. But it's, it's not surprising that a 37-year-old guy, you know, into his career is going to speak his mind. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Man United probably should have known that when they signed him. You know, you're going to get not only Ronaldo, you're going to get what comes with him, and that's going to be his opinion. Yeah. Is so it- I don't find it to be a fireable offense. No, I think it's an overreaction, but... I'm not, you know, I'm not there, so I don't know what they do with there. Yeah, I don't really know the uh, actual feel of what's going on. I'd have to ask my good friend Chris Straker. Chris Straker. Out there, biggest Man U fan I know. All right. Well, I I don't know. Maybe they just don't take kindly to people talking about them in a bad light. Well, who does? 
You, good point. Good point. <laughs> Who takes kindly to it? I do. Hey, he's being critical of me. Terrific. Yeah, when that guy told me I had a very, I had the worst voice for radio, I said thank you. Yeah, you loved it. I did. So uh, yeah, we'll figure I, this one we'll out. We'll see what happens here. Number four. He's gonna be Man U is in fifth place right now on the I know it's English been tough Premier times. League table. It's been tough times for Man U. Fifth, they used to, fifth place isn't that. It's not awful. No, but they they used to be the the. They the used to be the king, but it's been a while. It's, it's been, been a while, while since they've been way up there. Yeah. You know who's leading the Premier League right now? Chelsea. No. Liverpool. No. Try Wolf, one more. Wolfenstein. Hagen. I knew if I forced you to say another one, you'd say something silly. <laughs> Uh, Arsenal is on top. Oh, okay. Good for them. Yeah. All right. Good for them. Go uh, ahead. Did I already hit number? I did. Yeah. The Fritz Pollard Alliance, an organization whose mission is to champion diversity in the NFL, wants to take a closer look at the Colts hiring of interim head coach Jeff Saturday. The FPA said uh, the, the FPA filed an inquiry with the NFL into whether this hiring process conformed with NFL hiring guidelines for naming an interim head coach. Now, Interim head coach appointments are not subject to the Rooney rule, which requires NFL teams to interview at least two minority candidates for head coaching positions. McCarthy said the team will be required to conduct a search that complies with the Rooney rule after the season when seeking to make a permanent hire. So if Jeff Saturday gets the job uh, permanently, they will still have to go through the Rooney rule, which kind of seems a little backwards to me. So Scraby, should the Rooney rule include interim head coaches? A, yes, I think so. This whole Jeff Saturday thing has ruffled a lot of feathers, and I, I I have heard rumors and seen reports that it's ruffled a lot of feathers on the Colts coaching staff because they were just passed up. Um, if you, but, but the whole thing about having to do the Rooney rule, but you don't have to do it for interim head coach, it almost just really is, let's check the box. Okay, now we've interviewed the two minority candidates Jeff Saturday, you're our head coach, and it doesn't make any sense to me. But unfortunately, that's what would probably happen in the uh, in the situation of an interim head coach because you don't have a lot of time to name an interim head coach. No, you're right. I mean, if somebody is let go on a Sunday, mm, you want to name a, a good point. new coach by Monday or Tuesday. I think there should be so some sort of ch- check and you're, balance. You're for trying it. to you're trying to get people to interview three or four people before they choose an interim coach. Uh, yeah, I agree that the yeah. Saturday thing is uh, a little stinky. <laughs> uh, I mentioned it last week, you know, that I felt, you know, like it was totally unfair to a lot of qualified candidates out there, especially African-Americans who've been searching for a head coaching opportunity. So, yeah. uh, but I don't think you can invoke the Rooney rule. You, I, you're going to have to, you're going to have to tweak the Rooney rule tweak before it, you yes. can invoke it yeah. for interim head coaches. All right, I can get, I can get with tweaking, like maybe interview more people on your staff or something like that. Numbers At least three. some yeah. members on your staff. Or, in the case of Jim Irsay, go outside of the bar in which you drink <laughs> he does and see if you can find a, <laughs> another qualified candidate. Uh, he, did, he does kind of give off that vibe, so I can't really I defend know. Jeff him Saturday said he's not a drinking buddy. So Yes. Uh, Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers had a tough night last night and has had a tough season so far. In fact, last night marked the 16th straight game Aaron Rodgers has not thrown for at least 300 yards in a game. In his career, though, Chris, he's had 77 games with 300 or more passing yards. And so you're up first. How much of this year's tough start falls on the shoulders of Aaron Rodgers? At least half. At least half. I, I I can't do a whole lot more or a whole lot less than that. 
You know, you got to have a receiving core. Now, he's one of the reasons why Devontae Adams couldn't come back, right? Because he's making so much money, they didn't have enough to afford Devontae Adams. Yeah, Is that how like, I understand He's it? making like $50 million this yeah. year. So maybe 51% then. 51%. He doesn't have much of a receiving core. I mean, I got to be honest. But with you. he could have if he would have just taken like twenty million dollars well, and given thirty to Devontae. It's one of the reasons Tom Brady has seven Super Bowl rings. He's always taking He's always lesser taking less money for yeah. other players. So Aaron Rodgers didn't want to play that game. So now I'm up to fifty-two. Yeah. <laughs> By the time I keep answers, talking to me, I might I was be at hundred. Say, I, I believe this is. Uh, not all on Aaron Rodgers' shoulders, just you know, because it's a team sport. But a lot of it is. I will say, sixty percent falls on his shoulders. If you're in football, it's simple. You take a lot of money, you make a lot of money. Your team is not going to be able to. Sur- you're not going to be able to surround yourself with quality players because you have all the money in your bank account and the salary cap and all that stuff. Aaron Rodgers kind of knew what was going to happen. I believe coming into this year knowing that that money is going in his pocket and not helping make teammates better or signing other teammates. So I think 60%. The thing that I blame him for more is being critical of his own players more than his money thing. Interesting. I I don't like anybody that's critical of your own teammates. You guys have a bond. You should be sticking together there. Yeah, it is interesting. That's what what annoys me more than anything else with Aaron Rodgers. The rest of the stuff I can... Stomach. I can take it or leave it, but the the critical of your own teammates and basically saying, "Well, it's like Kevin Durant did the other night." Oh yeah, calling well, out who his do own we have? staff. <laughs> I gave up 153 points. What do you think, Kevin? Well, look at my team. He did it like named we them. suck. <laughs> Here's our five man starting lineup: Would these you four win? schmucks and me. Yeah, that's a little much. That's just you know, I can't get lot. behind that. That's a lot. Number two. I'm really starting to believe the NFL is trying to make sure the Buffalo Bills. M- make it to the playoffs. First, there were the two missed calls against the Vikings on Sunday, which allowed the Bills to stay in the game. Now, even though the forecast calls for no snow on Sunday and the game could have been played with minimal fans, they are moving it indoors to Ford Field to keep the pass-heavy Bills attack intact. I'm up first. Is it bad for the NFL if the Bills miss the playoffs? I think the NFL, yes, it is bad, but I think the NFL is a sport that you can cheer for any of the teams. Look at the Bengals last year. You can rally around them. Yeah, nobody was really uh, they weren't angry the, that the Chiefs they weren't, weren't in the, the drawing Super Bowl. card. Mahomes yeah. is a much bigger drawing card. Yeah, so I think uh, I definitely think it would be bad because they're a team that everybody knows, but I think the NFL will survive with whatever team <laughs> makes it to the playoffs. The NFL, NFL will survive, and uh, even though I'd love to come along with you on your conspiracy theory, and you brought up the fact that not only the Bills get to play in Detroit this week, but they very conveniently play there on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, I haven't seen their travel nice schedule. If they're going back home or something. Nice and cozy for the Bills, but you know, the NFL's not cheating to try to help the Bills get to the playoffs. If if, if that ever even was a remote possibility, that's the one thing that could take down the NFL, and they're they're smart enough to know that. So, I appreciate as a Dolphin fan you thinking that they're conspiring for the Bills and perhaps against my dolphins but i will never believe that it's actually <laughs> happening all right number one now check back with me in a couple weeks if the bills beat the, the dolphins yes, exactly. on a bad call exactly uh so there was an incident with an nfl 
offensive coordinator last night. So Todd Downing, the Titans offensive coordinator, he was pulled over and arrested for DUI in Tennessee. It happened at uh, 3.49 a.m. or 4.39 a.m., I'm sorry. And he was over the legal limit, obviously. He was also speeding, and the officer smelled alcohol or an intoxicant in the vehicle. So he did go to jail. He has been booked. He is out. But the NFL has a big-time no-no rule against alcohol on their planes or their buses or anything like that for this very reason. So you cannot get intoxicated and then drive on home. On the way back from a on game. On the way and back then from a game. and then into your yes. car, yeah. So the NFL sent a note to all 30 teams in the or 32 teams in the NFL saying that if you are caught violating this rule, there will be heavy penalties, and the Washington Commanders are facing that right now. Because uh, Taylor Heineke had a beer in his hand, and it was on social media on their flight back from the Monday night football game. And then You're also, telling me that there were no beers aboard the Minnesota Viking flight the other day than Kirk Cousins was I don't was know that Kirk Cousins around. drinks, so, but I'm sure that there is alcohol on the plane somewhere. My question here is, yes. should the NFL actually ban the alcohol from the planes? Because these people are adults, and they can take uber's home uh if you're gonna drink on the plane make an arrangement where someone picks you up and takes you home i believe that they should be allowed to drink but they still be more responsible of course yeah well i think maybe the nfl would like to agree with you but i don't think they can because i don't you think they can take obviously... that temptation away yeah they've got to take that temptation away i mean obviously a lot of these guys can't handle it and i think they're much more worried about players than they are coaches yeah, the coach thing should be – players. everything's unacceptable, younger. but a coach is very unacceptable. Yeah, and the NFL needs to come down on this uh, coach, uh, Todd Downing. Yeah. I mean, the, if the rules are there against drinking on the way back, Todd Downing better prove to me that he was drinking somewhere else and not on the flight home Yeah, we're, we're, yeah. before I'm going to let him off the hook. The so, uh, the plane landed around 2 a.m. People so are it's pretty hard to believe he was able to make it to another bar. Right? I, I don't know how late Nashville bars are open, but I know in California, I, I'm, I no. think they close at 2 a.m. Pretty sure 2 a.m. Yeah. But it's, it's the NFL's going to have to come down with a harsh penalty here. Yeah. All right, Scraby takes over the final hour of the program. I'm off to do Aztec women's basketball, but not only will I be back Monday at 2 o'clock, so will Tony Gwynn Jr. So we'll all see you then. Have a good sports weekend. Stay tuned for more Scraby right here on Gwynn and Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 